How many of you were just kind of blown away by the rain yesterday? Oh, you know what I thought as I was actually practicing and singing these actual songs as the rain came pouring after I went and grabbed what I needed to from outside that shouldn't have been in the rain. I just, I just praised him and I thought, you know, these plants and this, this grass and this nature that, that depends on God, they don't question when it's coming. They know he's faithful. They know he will provide. They, I know, I know plants don't have souls. Okay, I know. But they don't question his faithfulness. And I know, I do sometimes, whew, just that, that little bit that might creep in and I, I question and God's like, hey, I've never failed you. I'm like, oh, right, thanks for the reminder, God. Thanks for that. I don't know how many of you need to be reminded that we have a good God who loves us, who has given you salvation for your soul and we can, we can rest in that and have hope. He's good. He's faithful. Let's keep singing about that. I love you. I love you, Lord. For your mercy never fails me. All my days I've been held in your hands. From the moment that I wake up
graduating seniors this morning. Lord, we, we pray this prayer over them that your light would be what guides them. Lord, that they would know and take away from their time here in this place that, that it is only your light that will guide them to your truth, God, for their whole lives. God, we ask that through, through the message that Pastor Josh will bring to us, God, that, that even those of us who are not graduating, Lord, would, would be um, just reminded of your truth and your ways and uh, just to speak to us, Lord, however you desire uh, through the remainder of this service. God, we love you. We praise you. Um, and we just ask that our lives would show that. It's in your name we pray. Good morning, everyone. It is great to uh, great to see you this morning. 
Thank you. Well, uh, as Amy just prayed in her prayer, we are recognizing our class of 2023 this morning. And so this is kind of a tradition at Marysville Church of the Nazarene that happened long before I got here. And so we take, we take a Sunday every year to recognize uh, our graduating class, uh, to recognize them in front of you, but not just, not just so that we can celebrate their accomplishments, but also so that we can remind you as the congregation that they are still ours, right, and that we send them. I already see tissues out, and I haven't even done anything yet. <laughs> Come on, guys. I was asked by one of the moms yesterday, do I need tissues? Are you going to make me cry? I'm like, I don't know. It's not me, right? So stop already. Stop. Let's do this, all right? No more tears, right? We're ready to go? I'm just kidding. You can tear all you want. I'll probably will in a minute. Can I have my high school graduates just come on up and join me on the stage here? I want to talk about you guys a little bit. As they are coming up here, yeah, you can clap already. That's fine. We'll clap several times. Here, I'm going to, you guys come down this way a little bit. That way, Charlie back in the live stream room won't yell at me for taking up too much of the stage. So, um, this is I, uh, a couple a couple weeks ago. Uh, I was just I was just thinking through, and uh, this is my um, fourth graduating class that I have had since they came into seventh grade. Um, I've got to see them all the way through seventh through twelfth grade, and uh, that is really cool. Um, see, stinking, I wasn't going to cry today. <laughs> um, to watch to watch these guys, to get to know them. Um, this is an extremely talented bunch. God has blessed them with many talents and gifts. And uh, as I look across and think of what, what God wants to do in their lives, I'm kind of blown away. And so um, we've had opportunities to grow in our, uh, in our spiritual journey. We've had opportunities to grow. Uh, and one of my favorite things of this is, is, is just the recognition that not only do I get to be their youth pastor, but as I look at these guys, like, I get to be their friend. Right, and uh, and that's a pretty cool thing, um, and so um, let's let's recognize each of them. And so what we do uh, each year is we just kind of introduce them to you, uh, but we also present each each graduate with a, a Bible, and uh, and it's not just any Bible. I've been very intentional with the Bible that I have chosen to give our uh, our high school graduates, and it's it's called the Jesus Centered Bible. Um, obvious, it's, it's it's obvious, right? That that we believe that Scripture is Jesus centered. Right, like it all points to Jesus. Now, but this is very intentional that I give our graduates these gifts because obviously it is our prayer um, that as they move on from this stage of their life and to whatever it is that they have next, and we'll talk about that in just a minute, um, that Jesus will remain at the center of their lives. Right, and one of the one of the great things about being a part of a youth group and also a part of a church body is that we as the congregation, as pastors, as staff, but also as lay people, Sunday school teachers, small group leaders, door greeters, every single person, we have a role to play in helping these people remain Jesus-centered, right? And so we take that very seriously. So uh, here we go. Let's, let's start off here. We'll just go down the row. First, we have Emma Flint. And Emma is, uh, or already has, they've all already graduated, but has graduated from Marysville High School. And, uh, and what's next for Emma is she's going to go to the Ohio State University. So she'll be a Buckeye. Yeah, you can cheer for that, right? 
And uh, I've got to, I, I had to write, I had to write all these down so I don't forget them. But Emma, uh, especially Emma's because I'm like, I don't know what all this means, but this is awesome. She's going to major in international politics and linguistics and hopes to be a governmental translator and has aspirations of maybe someday being an ambassador, which is pretty stinking awesome. So, Emma, congratulations. So proud of you. Grace. All right, next we have Brogan Green. Brogan has graduated from Fairbanks High School. And uh, if you know Brogan, chances are you probably know what's in his future, right? Hard work, specifically around his lawn care business. So uh, shameless plug, I'll do this plug for you, Brogan. If you need your lawn cut, if you need mulching, uh, I had the best, best uh, looking grass uh, yard in my neighborhood because of Brogan. So uh, he's going to continue on his lawn care business and then potentially take some, uh, some classes at Columbus State for business and, uh, and turf management. So congratulations, Brogan. Yeah, of course. <clears throat> All right, next we have Camden Hicks. Camden also graduated from Marysville, and, uh, and now he is planning to uh, enter the workforce, working for the city, and then uh, ultimately hopes to maybe one day become a police officer. Kind of run, runs in the family, right? So, uh, yeah, congratulations, Camden. Appreciate you, bud. Proud of you. Thank you. Yeah, of course. All right, who's next? We have Kenley Green. And Kinley is, has graduated from Fairbanks. And uh, Kinley is going to continue her schoolwork at a place that's pretty near and dear to my heart, Mount Vernon Nazarene University. She's going to be a cougar. And she is going to, uh, she's going to study. I was hoping you guys weren't going to acknowledge that. And you were just going to go along with it. All right. You guys, you guys are so mature. Real cool guys. I did say it. She is going to be a cougar. I really, as I said it, I thought of it, and I just, I just hoped we could just keep going, but you guys can't, so here we go. What are we doing? Where's Kinley going? Mount Vernon, and she's going to study criminal justice and major in psychology, and she's going to continue her track career, which, by the way, if you're not aware, this is another little uh, brag here, but uh, Kinley competed in the state uh, track and field competition yesterday, and placed sixth in the 200, right? So sixth place in the state, which is pretty cool, so... All right, next up we have Miley Green. Miley also graduated from Fairbanks. And Miley is going to attend Wright State University, and she's going to study early childhood education to extend her wisdom and knowledge to the future generation. Congratulations, Miley. Yeah, proud of you. All right, next up we have Caden Green. And Caden has graduated from Fairbanks as well. Uh, this is what Caden's going to do. Caden's going to enter a program called the Alpha Program. And Caden is also going to continue smiling and lighting up the world. Don't you love Caden's smile? I mean, it doesn't get any better. Caden, congratulations, buddy. Proud of you. There you go. All right. And finally, we have Maddie Icorn. And Maddie graduated from Marysville High School. And she's going to attend Otterbein University, and she is going to study math education. So someone else is going to shape the future of our country. <laughs> Congratulations, Maddie. Proud of you. Yeah, of course. Of course. All right. Would you uh, actually, before, before we do this, um, we're, I'm, we're just going to pray uh, for the class of 2023. Um, and then after we pray, we're going to do the, uh, the traditional 
graduate slideshow where uh, each of the graduates, their parents have uh, kind of shared a message that will be up there, and you'll get to see some pictures. And so, um, you know, if you need to get your tissues ready, that, that would be great. But as we, uh, as we, pre- actually, you know what, sorry, I forgot, I forgot, I, I was going backwards on my notes here. We had a couple, uh, we had a couple graduates beyond high school this year that we want to make mention of. And so Rebecca Moore, who's here, Rebecca, you wave, there we go. <laughs> Rebecca, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Rebecca graduated from the University of Cincinnati with a Bachelor of Science in Mechanical Engineering. And so that's pretty awesome. Has a job lined up already, which is awesome, right? Yes, yes, indeed. We are proud of you. And then uh, also Holly Nurek, which the Nureks are in Disney right now, I believe. Uh, so they're not here this morning, but Holly uh, graduated a couple months ago with a uh, Master's in Education from the American College of Education. So uh, yeah, whenever you, see, whenever you see Holly, make sure you congratulate her. So, um, so we're going to pray we're gonna pray for the class of 23, and uh, again, as we do that, um, my charge to you as our congregation is that this would not be the last time that you pray for the class of 23, right? They have, um, man, as I look through here, like all of this, they've been around for a long time, right? They have deep roots in this church. They have been raised up in this church, and there are so many of you who have had an impact on their lives, whether it be as a Sunday school teacher, again, as a small group leader, um, whatever the case, VBS worker, whatever it may be, you have had an impact on their lives. And that is awesome. And we recognize that. But again, my challenge to you is that it can't end now. Right? We don't send them off away from here. Right? We send them off the college or the workforce, but we are still their home church. Right? And so whether they go off to college and then go off to do great things far away, they're still always ours. Right? So I would encourage you as we move forward from this time, don't let this be the last time that you encourage these guys. Whether it be in the fall, if they go off to college, you send them an encouraging note to college or, or an encouraging note or hire Brogan to do your lawn care. In some way, would you uh, continue to surround the class of 2020? All right, so I'm going to pray, but I'm going to invite you also to pray with me for this week. God, thank you. Oh, thank you so much. Thanks for the privilege that I have to watch these young people grow up from seventh grade and watch them graduate from high school and move on to awesome things. God, we thank you for each of their lives. We thank you for the skills and the talents that you have blessed them with. We thank you for the calls that you have placed on their lives. Whether it's a call to enter the workforce or whether it's a call to go to college, whatever that call may be, God, we thank you for that. We pray that you would continue to be near to them, to equip them for your purpose. God, I pray that as the church, we will be reminded that our job is not done. That we continue to be a part of their lives, that we continue to surround them, that we continue to include them, that we continue on their discipleship process. God, thank you for their accomplishments. We give you the honor and the glory for all that they have accomplished through through getting through high school and getting this diploma. We praise you and we give you honor you to guide them and use them 
Jesus' name we pray. Brogan, how incredibly grateful and blessed I am to be your mom. You have such a kind, caring, compassionate heart. You always put others first and do whatever you can to make life easier for others. As I think back to our trip from Ghana, when our food came, you looked at yours, you looked at Riker's and gave Riker half of yours. As he sat with his little ornery smile, knowing he was getting his food plus half of yours. But that did not bother you. You wanted to make sure he had enough. And as I look at your work ethic through the years, whether it be in school, in sports, your lawn care, or just helping around the house, you go far beyond what anybody would ever dream of someone your age would do. I know that determination is going to take you so far in life. With your lawn care business or whatever you might choose to do throughout life. I am so extremely thankful God chose you to be a part of our family. I love you, Brogan, and I'm so Excited to see what God has in the future for you, Mom. You've come from and where you're going to go in the future. Obviously, one of the big things that's very, very impressive with you is your work ethic. And I know that will take you far going into the future. But also the other thing that will take you far is your godly attitude. Yeah, that can be seen with your interactions with people and especially with Zoe. I think God has big plans for you and will take you far. Best of luck. Love you, Dad. Caden, congratulations on the opportunity to graduate from high school. The road to get here has been filled with challenges, but those are overshadowed by the rewards that we see every day. To see you smile, to see you have a great attitude each and every day has been so worth it. Caden, I wish you the best going forward. God will be with you, and we love you, Dad. Caden, or better known as my best buddy. I am so thankful I have you in my life. Someone that will always go to ball games with me, doctor's appointments, helping around the house, folding clothes, sweeping, or just eagerly doing whatever I would ask. Your bright smile always brings a brightness to our days. And I'm so thankful also that I'll have you around for many, many years to keep me company. I love you, buddy. Mom.
Camden. But I can't believe the day has come that my first little buddy is graduating high school. I'm so proud of you and everything you've done, and I know God has big plans for you. I love you so much, and just remember to keep God close and at the center of your life. Love, Dad. Hi, bud. I have gotten choked up each year listening to these recordings of moms and dads that I've known for years share their hearts with their grad. I can't believe the time has come. I, too, have entered this time of sharing my words to you on this graduation Sunday. First, I want you to know how proud I am of you. I remember like it was yesterday that I rocked you crying, just tears of joy as the song Counting On Me played. It was the song that was sung at your baby dedication. I was so proud to be your mom and so grateful that God had given you to me. You have made me proud every single step of your life through all the ups and downs. I have so much pride for you, Camden. Second, I want you to know that I love your heart and your desire to know Jesus. It's not always easy to navigate those teenage years, yet you have had no problem standing out and standing up when needed. I pray that your heart continues to grow and that each day is a day that you give to him. He is the only one who will never fail you. Last, know that I will always be here for you and love you through each stage of your life. I can't wait to see what God has in store for you. I know his plans have already been set in motion. Your dad and I will love and support you through it all. I leave you with this verse. The Lord says, I will guide you along the best pathway for your life. I will advise you and watch over you. Psalm 32, 8. Keep that verse in your heart, Camden, as you follow the path that God has called you to. I'm thanking Jesus for you today and always. Love, Mom. Hey Emma, I love you and I'm so proud of you. You know words don't often come easily for me, so I enlisted the help of Taylor and some other lyrical geniuses. I hope it makes you smile. Hey, look kid, you made it. In this moment now, capture it, remember it. You're my sweetheart and you're amazing just the way you are. You're a girl on a mission and you're ready to fly. Always stay humble and kind and remember, we never go out of style. I believe in you, kiddo, and I'll always be around. I am so proud of the girl you are and the woman you're becoming. I am so proud of how you want to stand up for those who don't have a voice and be a voice for them. I'm so proud of your resiliency and how you've fought through so much in these last few years and come out stronger on the other side, and I can't wait to see what you do with the rest of your life. I think the only thing I really have to say to you right now is, Emma, you're my hero. I love you. Kinley, I want to congratulate you on your achievement of graduating from high school. But not only that, but also the opportunity to move on to Mount Vernon Nazarene University. I know that God has big plans for you. and. It'll be exciting to see where he takes you. Trust in him and he will lead you. I love you, Dad. Kenley, as I think back to your toddler years, 
first thing that comes to mind is running. You ran wherever you went. Whether it would be running down the sidewalk as we chase you, running down the road again as we chase you, or running in stores, once again, chasing you. All the while, you just look back at us and laugh as we look so silly just running after you. And now, the speed that you have had throughout your life is the speed that you're going to take to college with you. I'm looking forward to watching you run at Mount Vernon and watching you continue to grow in your life and your relationship with Christ. It has been so much fun being your mom. The laughs that we have shared, the times that we've sat and talked, and just overall, the time that we've spent together. It has been a pure joy. Always put Christ first in your life and make sure that you go to him before making any big decisions and you'll know that he will never steer you wrong. I love you, Kenley. Mom. My dearest Maddie, let me start by saying that I think you are an amazing young lady. When I think of some of the things that you have been through in your short 17 years, it breaks my heart. I hate that you have had such traumatic experiences and I would do anything to take that pain from you. But I look at you now and I see what you've overcome and how it's made you stronger. Your tenacity and determination are an inspiration to me. I know that you are continually working on yourself to make yourself a better you and you've made tremendous strides. I have no doubt that you will achieve any goal that you really want to pursue. You are going to do great things, both at Otterbein and beyond. Almost 18 years ago, we stood in front of this very church and dedicated you to God. You are in his hands. I pray that you will allow God to be your guide and your comforter. Always remember that no matter what happens and what comes your way, your dad and I love you more than you'll ever know, and we are here for you no matter what. Maddie, I want you to know that I am super proud of you. You have already overcome so much in your life. In many ways, you are my hero. You've been exposed to the outside world up close and personal, and you've endured it, overcame it, and you've grown from that experience. You've shown that the deeper the darkness, the more dazzling the light shines. I'm excited that you're pursuing education. Wanting to do it and being suitable for it are different issues, but I think you are absolutely built for this. Remember to stay humble. The most inflated egos are often the most fragile. Never forget who you want to become. Always remember why you started down this path and let that memory carry you beyond your limits. There will be times when you struggle, but whether you win or lose, you can always come out ahead by learning from the experience. Hold your head up high and plunge forward. Maddie, always remember that we are here for you and God is with you. So you're not alone. You are not alone. Love you, kiddo. Miley, congratulations on your graduation from high school. It's awesome to see what you have achieved and the opportunity also to be going to college to Wright State University. I'm extremely proud of you for your hard work and dedication to achieving things. You've come a long way from that little girl in 
I picked up in Ethiopia to where you're at today. I wish you the best going forward. God has great big plans for you. There's no doubt in my mind about that. I love you, Dad. Miley, as I think back to the way you was described in Ethiopia was determined and all the determination that you have, whether it be when you started walking, started talking, started riding a bike, anything that you have done, it is with determination and drive. And it is that determination that's going to take you through life. As you head off to Wright State, I know that your work ethic and your determination will help you be successful. And it also will be what will help you as you become a teacher that you will love and show students what they need. I am so proud of you. I'm so proud that you never give up, that you find ways to accomplish things when it might seem a little difficult. Now take all that determination and use it throughout your life and always remember that you need to put God first and go to Him when things seem tough, when things seem difficult, or in times that things are easy and good. He's always there. I'm so proud of you. I love you, Mom. After those messages from the parents, I uh, want to leave you with just a, a little bit of a message myself to our graduates, but it's also my prayer that this is not just for our graduates, that this is for the entire congregation as well. But graduates, who do you think you are? Who do you think you are? Today we are honoring you for your significant accomplishments that you've made. And it's well-deserved, right? You've put in the work. You've studied hard. You've done the homework. You've turned in the assignments or at least enough to get by, right? You've done what you've needed to do. It's been an accomplishment. You've put up with the high school drama. I'm sure you've all experienced, right? You've done well. You have made it. And you deserve to be celebrated this morning, but can I, as your youth pastor, humble you for just a minute? You are but one of 150-ish, maybe 300 or so, depending on which school you graduated from, you are one of a couple hundred graduates from your high school. You are one of 26,223 people in Marysville, Ohio. You are one of 11.78 million people in Ohio. You are one of 334,233,854 people in the United States. 
You are just one of 7.8 billion people on Earth. Earth is one of just eight planets in our galaxy. Our galaxy is one of an estimated 200 billion galaxies in the observable universe. Do you still feel significant? Maybe you've had experiences in your life where you recognize just how small and insignificant you are. My favorite place to be is at the beach. Any other beach lovers out there? I love to be at the beach, and my favorite thing to do is just exist at the beach and do nothing. Right? I, I don't mind if I'm sitting on the, on the sand, but my favorite place to be, my favorite thing to do is to just sit in an inflatable tube of some sort right in the middle of the ocean. Just let the waves take me wherever they want to take me. But there are times when I'm floating on those waves, letting the waves take me wherever they want to, and I look out into the vastness of the ocean where I can see no other land other than the shore behind me, and I've got to admit that I feel insignificant. One of my most vivid memories of my time at Mount Vernon Nazarene University, I'm going to pause right there because speaking of Mount Vernon, we were just there this weekend for, for Field Blast. And I want to take a little bra- another brag on a couple of our, of our students. Uh, we, uh, we had Ashley Rank, who participated in the girls' basketball in our district girls basketball team won the championship and then Eli yeah you can cheer for that and then Eli Richardson uh, also participated on our boys district basketball team and they also won the championship so we had two champions and neither one of them are here this service right now but I just wanted to take a, a minute to mention them as well but one of my most vivid memories of my time at MVNU was late one night after I had got done working so for my campus job uh, my four years of college was to clean the chapel I had sections of the chapel that I was responsible for. Let me tell you, it sounds like a terrible gig. It was actually a great gig. I had an incredible boss. Her name was Marsha. She was an older lady, and she loved me, and she took care of me. It was at least once a week that I would come in and and clock in, and she would have some sort of treat there. Marsha was fantastic. I could work whenever I wanted to. Basically, anytime after classes were done after 4 o'clock, I could go in get my work done. It didn't really matter when. It was extremely flexible. It was a great gig. This particular day, I chose to work late at night, likely because I was too busy winning some intramural sports game of some sort, right? And I had to go late. So I worked late. I got my job done, and I left to go back to my dorm. And as I was walking between the chapel and Oakwood dorms, There was no one else around that I could see on campus. And it was late at night. It was pitch black. I was walking my apartment. And I vividly remember coming to this point, and I looked up into the sky, and again, no one else was on campus, and I had this very clear recognition of just how small I was on this giant floating It was an extremely humbling experience. This morning, I want to I want to read, and I'm going to be brief this morning. But I want to I want to read Psalm eight for you this morning. 
As I prepared this, I, to, to be honest, I don't think that I've ever preached from, a, from Psalm as my main passage. But in the, in the lectionary, uh, so this particular psalm was one of, the, one of the lectionary scriptures for this week. And as I was reading through it, and I was thinking about a message to my graduates, but also a message to all of us, I was stuck on Psalm 8. I'm going to read that to you this morning. And as you listen to this, chances are you might recognize that you've already heard some of these words this morning because the very first song that we sung taken directly from Psalm 8. Psalm 8, David says, Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. You have set your glory in the heavens. Through the praise of children and infants, you have established a stronghold against your enemies to silence the foe and the avenger. When I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have set in place, what is mankind that you are mindful of them? Human beings that you care for them. You have made them a little lower than the angels and crowned them with glory and honor. You made them rulers over the works of your hands. You put everything under their feet, all flocks and herds and the animals of the wild, the birds in the sky and the fish in the sea, all that swim the paths of the seas. Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. This psalm is the first of what we call a psalm of praise. The first seven psalms are prayers for salvation. With Psalm 8, David interrupts those prayers for salvation, and, it, and he has something really significant to say about the God to whom the prayers for salvation are made. And the praise that David writes about is really easy to get on board with, right? Oh Lord, how majestic is your name. You have set your glory in the heavens. On my way into church this morning, I was up early. I, I had to get up to, to finish preparations for Grad Sunday, finalize my sermon here. And as I was driving into church this morning, the rising sun was simply magnificent. If you happen to be one of those crazy people who were outside at 6.15 this morning, perhaps you saw it as well. It was this beautiful orange ball of fire in the sky with streaks of clouds going across, and it was just incredible. It was as if the glory of the Lord was hung in the heavens for all the crazies who were awake at that time to see. David goes on to declare that when he sees the heavens and the moon and the stars, he is reminded that God put them in place and it brings him to a state of praise and awe and worship. Can you relate? This is one of those times where it's really easy for me to know what David is talking about. I have those experiences when I have the opportunity to see the beauty of our universe, of God's creation. That early morning sunrise, the evening sunset that paints a colorful scene so vivid that even I, with my own partial color blindness, can fall in love with. The vastness of an endless ocean, the enormity of the Grand Canyon, the countless stars that are placed in perfect order in a night sky when you're far away from the lights of civilization. 
works of your finger. Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name. But what about you? Who do you think you are? Who do you think you are? I know I tried to make you feel a little bit insignificant just a few minutes ago, but allow me the privilege of changing that just a little bit. David ascribes glory and awe and wonder to a creator God for his majestic works. But then he inserts a question about man. He asks, what is mankind that you are mindful of him? The son of man that you would care for him? And that is an extremely valid question. In the vastness of this universe, the greatness of the sky, the universe with billions of galaxies, who do we think we are? And why on earth would God be mindful of us care for us? Now, fortunately, David doesn't leave us with a cliffhanger here. In fact, he gives us a very profound answer to that question, who do you think you are? David says this, You made him a little lower than the heavenly beings, and you crowned him with glory and honor. You made him ruler over the works of your hands and put everything under his feet. Who do you think you are? You are Adam. You are mankind. And what significance does that have? Well, according to the Psalm of David, a whole lot of significance. You were created just slightly below the divine. And of all of the ways that God shows his glory, all of those things that we talked about, the ways that God shows his glory, he has made you to be his most significant representation of God's glory. If you think those sunsets are awesome, if you think the Grand Canyon is awesome, if you think the stars in the sky are awesome, you should see you. God's masterpiece. Of all of the things created by God, He chose you to be His image bearer. Think about that for just a moment. I mentioned how earlier how easy it is for me to see God in the sunsets, in the stars, in the seas. But of all of those things, Scripture tells us that you and I are the ones that are the closest representation of God himself. Now it's clear that through the fall the recognition of that image is much more difficult for us. But I'm thankful for our Wesleyan tradition and understanding of Scripture that says that even after the fall, the natural image of God, though weakened and marred, still remains in us. David tells us that one of the ways that this image remains in us is that God has made mankind ruler over the works, over his creation. Of all those wonders that God has created that we've talked about, God made man to be ruler or have dominion over them. Not to rule in a way that exploits or abuses and mistreats creation, 
but in a way that lovingly cares for creation in the same way that God cares for masters. So who do you think you are? You are God's masterpiece. His image bearer. His beloved. You are significant and you are valuable. But then David doesn't end his psalm of praise here. Notice the last words of of the psalm. O Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. You recognize that? It's the exact same words that David started with in Psalm 8. And I think it gives us a great place to kind of land the plane this morning. You remember that story I told you from Envy and You, where I felt really insignificant? I didn't tell you the full story. As I was walking, and I still vividly remember the exact place on the sidewalk, right beside, uh, right beside the Jetter School of Business building, right there on the sidewalk. I remember recognizing how small and insignificant I was. But just as vividly as I recognized that, I immediately felt this unexplainable assurance by God that even in my smallness, He sees me. He recognizes me as valuable. That I was created by Him as a masterpiece, as a representation of all of His glory. But I think this is a key point, and perhaps the reason that David wraps up the psalm this way, by pointing back to God. See, my significance that I felt in that moment didn't come from anything that I did or any of my accomplishments. My significance that was declared over me that night wasn't because I did a really good job mopping the secret tunnels of the chapel on campus, although I did do a really good job. My significance was only found in this. God, the creator of the universe, chose to create me a little bit lower than the divine. Chose me to be the fullest representation of his glory. And so whatever stage of life you find yourself in, whether you're graduating from high school, you graduated from college, whether you're nearing retirement or well into your retirement, or you're still trudging your way through the education system, or anywhere in between, can I remind you this morning, you are God's masterpiece. You are God's masterpiece. But also remember that the purpose of a masterpiece is to bring glory to its creator. Stand with me and pray. God, you are majestic. You are awesome. Your works are incredible. As we look out in creation and we see all the ways in which you have purposefully planned everything together and created everything we are simply in awe but god as i read through scripture and not just in psalm 8 what i see is that you have specifically chosen us as mankind to be your representation your image bears your masterpiece thank you for that privilege
And may all that we do, whether we're just finishing high school or college or, or we're still in the workforce or, or we're going through school, whatever it is, God, my prayer is that we would first see your beauty, we would first see your majesty, but then we would see our own significance. Not because of things that we have done, not because of accomplishments, but simply because you have created us and you've created us in Thank you for that. Thank you for seeing us. Thank you for declaring that we. God, again, we pray your blessing over the class of 2023. May they go on to do great things for your honor, for your glory. In Jesus' name we pray.